should be growing together. Yeah. And, and so the leaders are responsible for the flock. Yeah. But the flock also has to learn to eat. And, and so there were these responsibilities that I think the flock had. But I think about Ezekiel, I think it's Ezekiel 35, where he says, Behold, you leaders, I'm holding you accountable. So the leadership, they have a higher calling. And, and God help them because they've got to stand before before God and be judged. And so we have responsibility. We have the word. We have the Holy Spirit. And we have to learn to eat and nourish ourselves in God's word. Jay, if you were going to get the most out of today's session and um, our audience was going to get the most out of today's session, uh, what gift would you be bringing our audience today? I guess my enjoyment for life and appreciating and valuing uh, just how much I've been blessed and looking at how to grow our soul or our spirit. Yeah finding ways to do that. I find that, you know, we're, we're taught as children how to take care and grow our physical bodies. We endeavor to to grow our minds and learn from reading, but we're not taught how to develop our spirit and our soul. And, and so for me, it's how do we mature our spiritual walk? Yeah. And, you know, Jay, that's been one of my, I don't know if I'd call it a critique anymore. I'd call it a wondering. Mm-hmm. I'd call it a wondering about, you know, the church. I call it a wondering about the mosques. I call it a wondering about the temples. I call it a wondering about, you know, all these places that are supposed to help us uh, develop spiritually. And I have wondered about the people who are leading these organizations, because if you don't know how to do something, and if you haven't experienced the joy of transformation, then you would never desire for anybody to transform. And amongst those of us who've experienced transformation, you desire for everybody to transform, you know? So I am wondering about these individuals who are so-called spiritual leaders. What do you think is happening with that bunch, Jay, that stops the rest of us from ever knowing about, you know, how to do spiritual work and then how to go to the bosom of God? It, it's a fascinating question. And, and so I, I will look at the spiritual context and, and, I, and I'm drawn to Revelation 3. Yeah. And you look at when you look at the Revelation, the seven churches, you'll see that five of those churches, God is saying repent. There are two, Smyrna and the Church of Philadelphia. And, and so right there, you, you see out of the f- seven churches, five I mean, you've got all kind of stuff happening within, I mean, Jezebel in the church. And then you have the Church of Philadelphia, which is raptured. The Church of Smyrna, which goes through the tribulation. But you have to ask yourself, if five out of the seven, Mm. God is saying, repent and change your ways. And then you have to ask about the leadership. And also, when you think about Jesus, he says, I I have many who are not of this house. And so he talks about there will be those who are not of the house of Abraham who will enter in. And and you mentioned and you talk about leadership. You know, it is a good question. And so the question is, is what's the motivation from the leadership? Mm. Is it about really to glorify God? Is it to glorify self? Mm. And think about those Smyrna and and Philadelphia. We're here to serve. Mm So the other question is, is I think we have responsibility for our own growth. 
Mm. If, if we wait for someone to spoon feed us, yeah, we we can remain infants. And and so I think there's a responsibility on us not to wait and depend upon one person to teach us. Yes. For me, the Bible is the manual. Yes. And we have to spend time on our own reading God's word so we know what he says. And if we wait for someone else to do it, we're left to their interpretation. There are spiritual leaders. But the most prominent thing for me is when Jesus left, he says, I'm going to the Father. I'm at the right hand. I will leave you the Holy Spirit. And when we allow the Holy Spirit to teach us, it's a whole different process. And so I think our leaders should be directing us. They should be going through their own. We're all growing. We should be growing together. Yeah. And, and so the leaders are responsible for the flock. Yeah. But the flock also has to learn to eat. And, and so there were these responsibilities that I think the flock had. But I think about Ezekiel, I think it's Ezekiel 35, where he says, behold, you leaders, I'm holding you accountable. So the leadership, they have a higher calling and, and God help them because they've got to stand before, before God and be judged. And so we have responsibility. We have the word. We have the Holy Spirit. And we have to learn to eat and nourish ourselves in God's word. So let's take that. Why don't we teach very young children that? Is it a hard lesson to teach? You know, instead of the stories that we tell about Abraham or the stories we tell about Moses or the stories we tell, you know, about Jesus, what if we taught young children the philosophies of Christ instead of basically becoming like Walt Disney? I was listening. <laughs> That's where the word wondering is coming from. I was listening to there's a, a program that uses filtered music to regulate the autonomic nervous system. It's called uh, SSP, the Safe and Sound Protocol. Mm. And it's developed by a gentleman named Stephen Porges. And I use it in my program and in my therapy as I offer therapy to folks, you know. So they have come up with this one version of the filtered music. It's called Wonder. And it's all Walt Disney movies um, and the songs are the Walt Disney movies, right? And so I listened to it uh, for a bit and I was like, we're all delusional. (laughs) 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 We're all just buying into this. I can think it, I can feel it, I can be it. And the truth is, no, you have to change it. (laughs) And that requires action. And so... If we are to have a world that experiences transformation from a very, very young age, children need to be taught not to be delusional, but to actually explore what it means to change and to explore what it means to identify that something is wrong and and to be able to then dive into the places of making changes for themselves. I think even a two-year-old can be taught that. So Jay, why, what are we doing? What are we doing in this world as we attempt to, you know, you said, well, we each have to feed ourselves, but we have to be taught, even as children, we had to be taught to feed ourselves. And then we have to be taught to feed ourselves the right thing. So tell me what's going on. What's in your mind as I say all of that? I'm keeping notes so I don't go all, all over the place. But the, the first one for me is, so my book, Masterpiece, is focuses on Ephesians 2.10. Yes. We are God's masterpiece. And the New Living Translation is, is the one version that says we are masterpiece. 
Yes. We are God's masterpiece, created new in Christ Jesus. Yes. Do the good things he planned for us long ago, long before we were born. And, yes. and, and Psalm 139 talks about he knew us before we were in the womb. Yes. And so one of the things I think that happens with, with our educational system is we put everybody in the same bucket. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're constantly telling our children, be like your brother, be like your sister. But God made each of us individuals. Yes. And so we can take maybe certain things that they do, but each of us is individualized. We're created in God's eyes to do the purpose he created for us individually. And, and so we come into school we're all taught the same thing, but we're not the same person. And, and so we need to individualize the growth that people bring into this world. And so it's important that we we allow people to grow into their own space at their own pace. Mm. I think that that is very, very important. But going back to the Bible, we have these rote stories about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But when you begin to, to read the stories, you find that these people are just like the people in our neighborhoods. Yeah. <laughs> They're real. And if you look at them, I, I think about the disciples. Yeah. Peter Cust, Thomas, yes. they, they were they were hooligans. Oh. And I often sit and think that Jesus was probably looking up to the Father and say, is this the best we can do? But if you begin to see the lives of the people in the Word of God, they are just like us. They had our same problems, our same issues, our same struggles, and, and we can learn from them. But I think a lot of our leaders read these books as thou shalt not. Right. It's this descriptive step. And, and, and if, you, if you think about Jesus, all kind of people came to him, everyone. It didn't matter who they were. Yes. And, and he invited them in. But each of us are individuals. And, and until we see the individuality that we each bring, we, we miss that. And so you wonder why people get tired of church. It's beating people over the head with the law that a lot of the leaders can't maintain. Right. <laughs> that's not that's not who Christ was. Yeah. So I think for us, and, and so one of the things I do in the book, I use the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. But we've got to begin with the self-control. And mm -hmm. one of the hardest things for people to do is sit down and read the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation. Read the book. Teach our children how to read the book and interpret it for day-to-day -day life. And so for me, it's, it's how do we apply these principles to live our life daily, recognizing that it's the things of the Spirit, the love, the joy, the peace that the world tries to buy, and it doesn't work. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's making the Bible practical so that people can see it. But it's important that our leaders live the word. Mm, love Not that. Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. For us to do, for us to do. I am talking with Jay, the author of Masterpiece, Our Journey to Spiritual Transformation today.